Greetings, this is Shane Ross from the blog Little Frog in High Def, and this is a story from the Edit Bay. This episode is brought to you by Artbeats.com, where you can not only find loads of royalty-free HD stock footage, but also some great effects, like the Film Effects Collection. I recently did a tutorial for Artbeats on how to use these film effects to enhance your video projects and make them look like they were shot on film. That can be found at Artbeats.com, in the Tips and Tricks section under Video Tutorials. A few years ago, I was working with a company that made a bid on a project. This was only a bid for the post-production part of the process, because this project was going through the typical agency route. That is, a client wants to produce something, but really has no idea what they want to do or how to flesh out their idea. So they hire an agency to come up with all the creative stuff, and in turn, the agency hires the production and post-production teams. This project was going to be two five-minute web videos of a documentary nature. So the company I was with submitted a bid. We figured out what we'd actually need to finish the project, but then padded the bid a little because they were working with an agency. More on that reasoning later. So after we submitted this bid, we were called by one of the agency people. She was a little confused. You must be doing something wrong, she said. We got a little concerned by this statement, and this look registered in all of our faces. Oh no, we thought. We must have bid too much. We didn't actually say this because this was a conference call, but after the call, we all admitted that this was our thought. Oh, our producer asked, what's wrong? Well, the agency person replied, your bid is a little low. A little low, okay, that's okay, we can deal with this. How low, the producer asked. The other company we're talking to has a budget that is $200,000 more than you submitted. Did you leave something out? We were floored. $200,000. We underbid by $200,000. This means that the other company had submitted a budget that was our budget plus $200,000. I mean, on the normal stuff I work on, this is the entire budget for a full hour show in high def. So to have this amount be what we underbid by for two five minute web videos is absolutely astonishing. And you know what? They went with the other company. Yeah, I know. We were dumbfounded by that too. I more than the others because dealing with agencies was new to me. Before I continue, let me explain briefly how an agency works, and that will shed little light onto why this happened. Let's say that Mike the Mechanic wants to advertise his auto shop, but he doesn't know how to make a commercial. He's great at fixing the 1978 Cadillac, but coming up with an advertising campaign and make a commercial is just not his bag. So Mike calls upon an agency to do all of this. The agency comes up with the idea for the campaign, gives Mike a few options to choose from, and when he chooses the one he likes, the agency gets bids from production companies and post-production companies to come up with a budget. They then present Mike with a budget. Now, part of this budget is the agency's fee. The larger the budget, the larger the fee. So when the agency we were dealing with had the choice between our bid and the one that was $200,000 more, the choice was obvious. The other reason is that, in their minds, we were doing something wrong. We must be doing something wrong because the other guy said it would cost more. So we must be leaving something out or something. So the agency didn't feel comfortable with going with us. If something went wrong, then they'd feel the heat. And the fact that the fee would be higher was not to be overlooked. We should have seen the warning sign. When we were first approached to do this project, the original plan was to shoot the two five-minute web videos with the Viper high-def camera. You know, because the client had just seen a major motion picture shot with this camera, and it looked really good. He wanted that. But after a bit of back and forth between us and the agency and the production company and the other companies, we eventually talked them down to shooting P2 with the HVX200. 
perfectly fine for the web. So where did all this money go, you ask? Well, we asked that question too. The other editor on the team had a friend at the other post house, and we found out months later about their workflow. Now, we were all geared for the P2 workflow, tapeless from start to finish. But the other company had an old school workflow. They took this P2 footage, laid off the tape, then made dubs for the offline capture into their edit system. Two weeks for offline editing, days of online assembly in a flame, four days of tape-to-tape -tape color correction in a high-end DaVinci Bay, final layback to tape, and then capture that tape for encode to the web. We're talking very old school. We had none of those costs. We were going tapeless from the beginning, the proper P2 workflow. They could not get their heads around this. P2 was a new format, and all these guys knew was tape. And you know what? They went over budget. Yep, the company that overbid us by $200,000 went over budget. And not by a little bit either. There were a lot of issues with scheduling and lack of flexibility in deliveries and more than a few hiccups in their process. What's the lesson in this? Uh, I don't know. Doesn't always pay to be smart? That's it for this week. Please join me next week as I share another story from The Edit Bay. This episode was brought to you by Artbeats. Artbeats, footage you can use.